Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. All right, everybody, we are back. Um, we're going to drink some milkshake IPAs tonight mm-hmm. and talk mm-hmm. about some fun topics. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about competition. We're going to talk about competition, mm-hmm. and we're going to have two beers compete <laughs> against each other for our love. Yes, yes. We're having... <laughs> <laughs> not really, but no, I mean, sort not of. really, yeah. Not really. Um, so we're actually going to do something that's a little bit unique. We're not really going to talk much about the brewery that made these, um, but I'll give you a, a short synopsis. Obstacle Layers we're drinking tonight. So... Upsicle layer, double upsicle layers came out very recently, and in my fridge I have the last release of single. Doesn't say single, but it's upsicle layers, um, milkshake IPA. So we're gonna try the upsicle layers and then the double upsicle layers. Say upsicle layers again. Upsicle layers. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing upsicle, an upsicle. Im- you're doing an impressive job. <laughs> it's good that you did this intro because if i had done it we would have been another minute or two for me to get through it definitely can you say that three times fast no all right <laughs> um so very quick so this is a collab with arclight and monochrome um essentially this is a brewery arclight is a brewery out of michigan um and luis flores is a brewer there and his kind of personal side project is monochrome, but they, he brews out of Arclight. Okay. So it's actually brewed there, but this is just like his baby working okay. with Arclight. Cool. Um, so yeah. So, and he has, there's a couple other ones. He, him and his brother collabed on something most re- recently. His brother's at Whiskey Hill, um, had yes. brewer there. So uh-huh. the Flores brothers are both, uh, both making big waves in the craft brew industry yeah. lately. Perhaps the day will come where we will snag them on this podcast. Ooh, it's perhaps. not impossible. Not impossible. Um, but we're not even going to talk about them tonight. So maybe in a future episode, we will drink some more Arclight or Monochrome or any of those um, combination. We're going to talk about the actual type of beer, Milkshake IPA, um, oh, instead of highlighting the brewery. I'm excited so. to have you tell me about milkshake IPAs. I, don't I mean, feel so like many, I know enough, right? So I, they were like all the rage in, within the last year. Um, Absolutely, the, I mean, everywhere everybody's making them. Like at first, everybody was like, "Oh, this is dumb," and now like everybody makes them. Actually, so. Um, all right, milkshake IPA. Generally speaking, it started as like a hazy IPA that's brewed with unfermented milk sugar, lactose. So okay. If you see milk sugar, that's also lactose. Depending on what the place is, will depend on what they list in the ingredients, but they're the same thing. Um, so they also often did it with fruit, um, typically characterized as more of a smoother, creamier feel than a typical IPA, and then the added sweetness to it. Um, so that's the profile. Um, 
the they were first popularized by Omnipolo, uh, the Swedish brewery. Okay. So and also around the same time, Tired Hands out of Pennsylvania. Okay. So Omnipolo called them smoothie IPAs and Tired Hands just called them milkshake as the style. This was back in 2015. Okay, wow. So right. so also when t- the Tired Hands beer came out and the line of milkshakes, um, Beer Advocate reviewed their um, one of their beers and they gave it a 2.74 out of 5. Mm. And I quote... Milkshake beers are not a trend or acceptable with traditional or even modern styles. Whoa. Right? Nice. Yeah. So that was the 2015. That's great. Beer advocate feeling about That's milkshake great. IPAs. I love it. So, uh, yeah, clearly since then, not even kind of. No, <laughs> absolutely not. They're all over. I think these are like rated four on Untapped or whatever. Like people, sure, yeah, they're everywhere. They're seriously all the rage. So, um, Tired Hands, in response to that, may produce twenty-two different milkshake IPAs by the end of twenty sixteen. Awesome. And sold good for you. All guys. of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so it's, uh, disagree strongly is what yes, you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it did not uh, was not well received at first. Uh, by the you know people who the critics yes who feel that they are um, the they of the craft beer industry but um, clearly they were definitely not overruled right. yeah by the general population that purchases all of the milkshake IPAs I in mean mass volume they're very very popular they're and I don't everywhere. just mean like hype popular I oh, mean no. that people love them yeah people do I am on the fence. Sometimes, yes. So I agree. There are times where it's too much for me. Where the I, I, the all of those elements that you mm-hmm. listed, the combination combination of them just kind of doesn't hit me right. Sometimes, yeah. and I do feel yeah. that way. I also feel like sometimes there's too much milk sugar. There's too much lactose in mm-hmm. them, and I don't like the overly lactose beers. So we're gonna drink. Regular epsicle Regular epsicle Regular, yes. Okay, very good. Let's so, see. let's drink this. Hmm. It's actually not bad. This is good. Very subtle. Yeah. Not nearly as much of that lactose milky no. flavor that you sometimes get with like a stronger, mm-hmm. with a double. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, we, we shall see. But yeah. um, I can definitely feel that smoother, creamier it definitely has like that, that. The, yeah. the smoothie mm-hmm. to almost use the other term yeah. like it definitely has that smoothie mm-hmm. character yeah yeah the taste is pretty good it's almost more of a hazy taste than it is a it's not overly sweet some of them that i've had have been overly sweet i feel absolutely. like absolutely and well, that pushes me away from it if a you recall bit. we drank that phase three blueberry milkshake and remember mm. that mm-hmm. that was it right yeah and uh and it was just like too like syrupy sweet it was syrupy it literally yeah. was like a blueberry syrup it, it was almost like, like me. medicinal and i'm sorry mm-hmm. to use that word because i think it's it's a huge disservice to phase three which is a fantastic oh, yeah, they're a fan- brewery right. but everybody um, has a you know one that's just not yeah. the best and i think honestly it's just that blueberry is just not the best flavor for a milkshake yeah i don't think I, it just paired well for it because blueberries by themselves are kind of like 
milky, creamy, sweet mm. flavor. So Fair. putting them with lactose, I think, just created like Overdoes a very it. weird yeah. combination that I did not enjoy. Okay. Yeah. No, that's but fair. This is this is nicely balanced. Um, mm-hmm. Not too heavy on the lactose, like Mm-mm. you said. It has a nice sweetness, but it still has a little bit of that IPA feel. More than I've had in some others, mm-hmm. for sure. I feel like... I also... This is a personal thing, but I feel like milkshake IPAs got really popular with people who don't like IPAs. Like, they don't like beer, but this is enough different and it's sweet enough that people that typically don't like the taste of hops will still drink this because a lot of them have fruit and a lot of them have that. I know people that feel that way about this beer style, that they're not big IPA fans, but they like milkshakes. I also know people who are big IPA fans and they feel like this shouldn't be a beer style. I I guarantee you, and I haven't run across many, but I Mm -hmm. guarantee you that some of my very like straight up IPA fan Mm -hmm. friends would feel that way about Mm -hmm. milkshakes, Mm -hmm. that they would be like, what is this? This is not an IPA. IPA. Yeah. And that's what they would say. Which is fair. I mean it's it it is very different. I like that it this one in particular still does have a little bit of hoppiness to it. Mm-hmm. Not much. There's no aftertaste. There's not like that bitterness to it, but at least you get a little bit more than some of the other ones I've had, which do truly just taste like I don't know, like like a milkshake or like a smoothie with like a hint of like beer but not enough. Yes. Like right. these are th- a lot of them, not all. A lot of these are beers for people who don't like beer. So <laughs> yes, it does happen. I mean, we mentioned Swans of Lure mm-hmm. in the last Previously, episode yeah. and, um, you know, it's a mint milkshake and, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's kind of a shock to the system yeah. because it does not, no. does not taste like quote-unquote beer. No, it, does, it doesn't it taste like that at all. It has very few characteristics <laughs> that you would associate with beer. Yeah. Also, it's green. We yes. haven't mentioned that. That's um, true. <laughs> but so I feel like there are moments where, especially with milkshakes, mm-hmm. where you don't really get... This is unlike anything, though. I mean, it doesn't yeah. taste like doesn't taste like hard liquor or malt beverages. It doesn't taste like... Uh, it doesn't taste like sparkling wine it doesn't yeah. taste like it doesn't taste like anything else but so it i get that it's doesn't. its own style yeah because it really doesn't fit well into any other i mean it can be under that umbrella um ipa umbrella as there are different types but it doesn't fit well into any of the other subcategories Absolutely. so it really makes sense Absolutely. that it is its own its own beat. well in a lot of ways i mean it is brewed the same way that ipas are brewed and it just adds elements. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, many IPAs have have adjunct or flavor sure. to them sure. yeah. um, mm-hmm. that people still, you know, taste and say, okay, well, you know, this is like a grapefruit IPA and yeah. they, they get grapefruit from it. And yeah. uh, that doesn't mean it's not an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, I'm, this one I actually like. This is one of my, this is one of the better milkshake IPAs I've had. Um, why don't we, I know this is going to be weird, but why don't we open the next one Definitely. earlier and then we so can we talk can about competition. And so we can, yeah. so yeah. this one is a, this is double obstacle layers. Um, <laughs> um, this is a little bit higher ABV as, as they are. So the whole double, um, IPA likely actually was um, happening back in like the 1800s when they were brewing really strong ales, but it never was called anything in particular. 
Um, but the modern story of where the origin story of the double IPA was um, a brewer in California had accidentally added too much malt to the, their mash. And so instead of just abandoning it and starting over, he added a ton more hops to try and balance it out. Okay. So the double IPA was born because they essentially added double the hops. <laughs> so there's that. Doubling it. What um, a happy accident. Right? Doubling it increases the ABV as well. Um, it you know changes the flavor a bit. Um, that brewer went on to Russian River Brewing to brew Pliny the Elder, <laughs> which oh is goodness. one of the like which most a, coveted double IPAs. A IP, beer right? icon. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's... That's that modern story of where that double IPA Man. came from. Um, so the Great American Beer Fest added the double IPA, uh, double IPA style. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, um, but the first year they had it, they had like 40 entries. And by 2012, it was the most entered beer style. <gasps> With 128 entries in 2012 for the double IPA. Oh, man. Yeah. so That's great. So this is a little bit different because it's a double milkshake IPA. So we're adding two kind of different styles together. But thought we'd give a little history on where the double IPA came from I as like well. that. Yeah. So. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Let's uh, give this a try, shall mm. we? All right, I'm going to go back and taste the first I'm one. I'm also going to say, hmm. So the double <laughs> is a little more orange, a yeah. little less milky, creamy yeah. color. Yep. Um, I was going to say it's a little darker. Yeah. It, they're both opaque. Like, you can't see through a milkshake beer. But, no. um, yeah, the double is definitely more orangey. So my initial reaction is there's not a huge discernible difference to me. I mean, there's a difference. Uh, I agree. But not a significant difference among them that I would have expected. So give them another taste. And what I will say is um, if you had the single, which I know that's not yeah, really. Yeah, but that's what but we're going to go with. If you had the regular I milkshake IPA, Epsicle layers, and then let's say like three days later mm -hmm. you had the double <laughs> You probably wouldn't recall a huge difference. Yeah. I, my opinion. Agreed. Um, going back, so even just right now, after a few minutes of not drinking the single, whatever, the regular one, and then drinking the double, in you my kinda, head I was like, they're different. Close. But they're not totally different. Going from the double back to the single, you could taste. You the taste difference. more of a difference. Yes. Yes. The single definitely has more of that like hoppy. IPA flavor, in my opinion, um, and the double has more of the orange. The for double me. does have more of the orange for me, for sure. <laughs> they both got that creaminess to it. Yes. Um, yeah. I just think that all the subtle <clears throat> subtlety that we observe with the single mm -hmm. maybe makes it a little bit closer to what is a classic IPA flavor. Um, whereas the double really kind of pushes you all the way into the milk st milkshake style. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, yeah. oh I'd my. almost expect, like, so just thinking about, like, 
the milkshake style and stuff and some of the others I've had, I almost feel like the double is more what I want out of a milkshake. That's maybe what you've come to expect. <laughs> maybe, yeah. So that's kind of interesting to me, I yeah. feel like. Hmm. Which one do you like better? I like the double. I think me too. it's a little bit more flavorful to me. I think that and now that I'm doing I'm getting aftertaste, mm-hmm. I think that the double has like that creamsicle orange flavor mm-hmm. that you kind of like picture with the milkshake getting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually. And I think that's. You get a little, you get more of the orange, you get more of the flavors. I, I feel like, even though it says it's a double, it's, you know, more, more hops and a little bit higher ABV. I feel like the double is what I would expect or maybe what I would want from a milkshake IPA. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the milkshake IPAs now, like I was saying, are. Um, maybe a little bit less because they're trying to they're really, it's just marketing. Like they're trying to get people to buy their beer. Like that's of what, course. you know, that that's how this business works. I get it. But so a lot of them are not as beery, but I feel like the double IP, the double IPA actually has a lot of the characteristics that I would want from this. Like this is what I want a milkshake IPA to taste like. Yeah. Because it still tastes like beer. Like, yes. or it tastes more like beer to I me. I think it, it, and it's basically exactly because it's a double rather than a single yeah. is that it just has a bit more weight to it mm-hmm. all the way around. Yep. Um, yeah. Because it's a little heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I think that's exactly the difference that I'm seeing between the two yeah. is that we've just got an enhanced version yeah, for in a sure. lot of ways. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I would say like if you, if you bought Upscalers when it first came out and you haven't had it in a while. And you got the double. You're not going to probably think back to right. remember that significant yes. of a difference. Yeah. Which you're is think, why this oh, is so much yeah. fun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Competition. All right. Let, we like yeah, the double. So, so we double wins for us, which is probably not a surprise because Lauren and I are, you know, we do love ourselves a double IPA. <laughs> I mean, it, this is true. It's, I mean, I've said it so many times. You got to like, it's got to be on your bingo card by now. That right. Tavern Cut. Yep. True, is, true. One of the top. For me, yeah. one of the finest double IPAs mm-hmm. I've ever had. I drank one last night, by Ooh. the way. And I didn't even feel very good. I was like tired and mm. I had kind of a headache. And my husband was like, do you want to have some of this tavern cut? And I was just like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You don't even Let have me to just ask. Why pour are you? all of it into yeah. a glass. <laughs> he drank like an inch. <laughs> and I was like, are you done with that? <laughs> I'm going to need that. Pass that over this way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, for sure. Like solid. That's what I want sitting. I I love that it's called Tavern Cut. I kind I of know. love that I just like want to order a pizza and sit and drink a beer. Ugh. Like I, I, that's like the perfect just combination. I, know, I, I know. love it. Yeah, but yeah, we do we do like the double IPs. A's we do like the taste of beer. So I feel yeah. like that's coming through a little bit more in this. Um, I, you know, at first when the milkshake IPAs came out, I was one of the skeptics. That was Agreed. like, agreed, me too. Like, ugh, this is. I like, had yeah. blazed orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple years back yeah. at this point, which is another hot butcher beer. Sorry, you're welcome, hot butcher. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, you guys, we love you. Okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I had Blaze Orange, mm-hmm. which is their orange milkshake, and um, and I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is good. I mean, everybody loves it. Everyone everybody loves, loves it. It Blaze sells out like orange crazy. milkshake. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's good. And then. I had some other milkshakes over time, mm-hmm. and then eventually they came out with 
double, double blazed, blazed orange, mm-hmm. um, which is very similar to what we've kind of done tonight, yeah. where we've had the really single is. and the double, yeah. and um, double blazed orange was just like blew me away. It, it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it, it was it is good. so good because of it for exactly the same reason that I like this mm-hmm. double epsicle layers because the weight of it, yeah. the additional flavor, all the characteristics are just enhanced. Right. So like your senses yeah. are enhanced yeah. by it. Yeah. And I really like that. I do. I, I like DBO a lot, um, for sure. I, I wasn't a huge fan of regular Blaze Orange. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with I'll it. I'll still drink it. Yeah. Hey, man, I'll be one well, of those yeah, people will, that brings home a yeah. four-pack of it, yeah, for I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not against it. But DBO just is going over that plane you know, more so Man, than... aren't we due for another release of Double Blazed Orange? What's it been, like, a year? I don't remember. Why do we have to live in this misery without <laughs> Double Blazed Orange? I mean, I feel like the summer's coming. It this feels like a we, good, you know... This is how I know we're still in the bad place, though. <laughs> this is this no is Swans of Lure. They <laughs> yeah, didn't they release didn't Swans this of Lure. Yeah. No Double Blazed Orange. And yeah, no what Swans of Lure for, for St. It? Patrick's Day, which well, was, was when the, they uh, did it last time. So yeah, and this no is some shenanigans. Right. So I'm we, not we, on board. We need with. some. We need some quality double milkshake IPAs out but there. But I will say, with some of my double milkshake, double IPA milkshake experience, mm-hmm. this double Epsicle layers is great. Yeah, I it's really like. Very this. good. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, I deeply wish I had a double blazed orange so that to we compare. could have them compete. Maybe someday. I'll hold on to one of the, well, you know, because we'll they've, they've got a they've we'll got a decent see. three, four month shelf life. So yeah, sure. I'll hold on to one. We'll see what happens. Well, you I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. I have a double blazed oh, yeah. orange vertical situation going on in my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> How long is that even? Is that it's even going to be good? It's like not. That's it's not, not going to be good. Thing. It's not me. It's my husband. Oh, okay. He did this. He just a weird thing and we should have had them by now but right we have it <laughs> now it's embarrassing <laughs> yeah that's not a vertical you really need to I think hold it's on double. to i you yeah. know it may be regular because oh. i think that he started keeping the regulars and i don't know if i would have allowed him to keep one can of double, double yeah. at one point i know that he gave a can of double blazed orange to like a friend at work uh-huh. and i was just like uh what <laughs> Like from our four pack? This is mine too. You should have consulted Did me. Did you ask permission before doing oh. that? And then he was like, oh, well, he's going to give me um, a full metal alchemist for it. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, fair. You're fine. That's yeah, fine. You're That's fine. We can trade. But you need to just. Yeah. And then. <laughs> They drank them both at work. <gasps> no. I'm sorry, not at work. That's not that's but not they allowed. They drank them without they you. They shared them together. Yes. Yes. Without it wasn't, you. It wasn't at work. This guy was a customer, so he like hung out with him. Oh, gotcha. And they Either drank way, them together. It wasn't with you. And I was like, what is this? No. What Ooh. kind of wrongdoing? <laughs> I did drink a double blazed orange without my husband as a result. Oh, for sure. You I have like, to now. Oh, well then. Yes. And he was no. not home and I poured it. <laughs> well then. Totally get that. All right. So, so we had a healthy competition here and one, one out. So let's talk competition. So, okay. Are you a competitive person, do you think? Depends on what it is. See, I'm a competitive. I growing up, I felt like I was competitive when it came to like board games and things mm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but not so much like sports. 
Um, no, maybe, I didn't care about sports. Maybe not really academically. I mean, maybe a little bit, but only in the sense of like if I knew somebody was like, you know, like Close, remember when yeah. we were in like second grade and we would do like the math speed test. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, I would be... be like, oh, he finished before me. I wanted to finish yeah. first. You know, something like that. Yeah. But in general, it was really just kind of like board game, card game okay. type stuff. I could see card games, but I, but that's part of the fun. So like, right? I've never, so I played a few sports, but none that I was great at. So well, I feel same. like that's part of it. So I was, I was like, always just I know like, I'm, all right. Yeah. I know I'm not going to be great at this. I know ever, there's going to be people that are better. So it's more like realistic in my head that I right. wasn't competitive about that. Yeah. I feel like I probably was more competitive about, competitive about academics in terms of like I was on like mathletes. I was on sure, that yeah. stuff. But not like I didn't want to be like valedictorian. I didn't want to be the top of my cl- like I didn't care about any of that stuff. So I didn't never wanted to be like the top of sure, anything. Yeah, no. Um but I will say like I really like like competition in terms of like games or things like that. Like my family I annoy my family because they play like left, right, center at holidays, and it's just you throw dice. Right. It's completely luck of the draw. There is no strategy. There's no anything. So I don't play it. It drives me crazy. Things that you don't have to strategize and that there's no like thought process, I do not like them. Yeah. I don't at all. Where it's pure luck. I don't like it. It's totally random. I need to be able to have some sort of influence on the decision making going on in a game. For me to enjoy that. So. I think that that is something that, because my husband is really into board games mm-hmm. and like next level board games. We're not talking about like, sorry, yeah, and Monopoly. Right, yeah. We're talking about like, like people who design board games and they go to the board game store and you see all these games you've never mm-hmm. heard of. Well, we have a lot of those games. Okay. And um, over the years, I have discovered that games that are based a lot on chance mm-hmm. are games where both my husband and I will get very frustrated mm-hmm. and we'll play um, and I'll kind of jump into this a bit more later when I've talked about my kids, but like mm-hmm. we'll play games that are even cooperative where mm-hmm. you're playing as a team oh, okay. and yet you're rolling dice to see your, you know, the outcome against the Some, common enemy group, or whatever. Yeah. And you'll fail and you'll lose the game or you'll you have all die no, or something. You have no control. You have no impact on yeah, it. Yeah, you don't, roll three yeah. dice and you need to get three reds and the reds only on one side of yeah. each die and you don't get three reds so you all die. Yeah, no. That and would drive like, me crazy. And you're just like, this game is stupid. Right? I, uh, we actually came across a game called um, Ghost Stories. Okay. Which is a cooperative game Um the game board is actually tiles, so it's random. So you're supposed to deal out the tiles mm-hmm. in a nine, a three by three square okay. at random. So any okay, so you're not tile could yeah. end up in any position on the board. Okay, and then around the board you deal out a card occasionally when like a monster comes out. Okay. And your objective is to you have like a skill, but you also roll dice to defeat monsters. And you have a little guy, and he goes around. And the tiles mm-hmm. on the board sometimes enhance your role okay. or sometimes sure. give you they some sort of something. benefit. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I played this game. First of all, he bought it for me for my birthday one year. <laughs> this no. was my birthday no. present. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, oh. which is kind of informs the rest of the story, yeah. actually. So, um, 
he gives me this game and I'm like, okay, what you know, what's going on here? And he's yeah. like, oh, it's a cooperative okay. game. That I'm like, piece okay, I'm, I'm down cooperative. with. Cooperative, cool. Because okay. I am yeah. very competitive and I can be a bit of a bad sport. I know this about myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's play together. Okay. This was one of our first cooperative games together that we okay. played. Yeah. So we start playing the game every once in a while. And mm-hmm. Every time we lose, every time, sometimes lose badly. Like, it's not like, oh, we're learning how to play Mm -hmm. and we're getting better at it. No. Sometimes we die early. Like, we are just getting killed by this game. And it's very frustrating. And over time, uh, eventually... I messaged the game store that we bought the game from Uh because it's a local place in Downers Grove called Fair Game. Okay. And uh, it's an awesome store. Cool. Cool place. If you're ever looking for any, like, even puzzles and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Just like a great small business. Awesome. I love supporting them. Oh, yeah. I'll spend the extra five bucks once in a while to buy something. Especially from a local store like that. Absolutely. And they're just great people all the way around. Awesome. Um. So I, like, messaged them on Facebook, and I'm like, listen, we need to talk about this game. Is it possible to win? Can you beat this game? And the guy, like, gets back to me eventually, and he's like, well, the game designer said that there is a way to beat the game. It's a matter of, like, uh, you know, like, handling, you're doing a certain thing, and that, sure. that he can win 100% of the time by following a specific strategy while sure. playing the game. Okay. And I was just like, yeah, can you give me that guy's address? I would like to visit him in his home <laughs> so that we may talk about this. I will not be threatening. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so at this point, oh. I decided we had to win. Mm-hmm. We had to figure out how. But my husband had given up. (laughs) So, like, he didn't want to play anymore. And I was like, no, we are beating my birthday present. Right? Yeah, you gave this to me. This is your fault. Years have gone (laughs) by. And we have off and on, sometimes we'd put the stupid game away for six months. Yeah. But off and on, this game, I would be like, we're going to play Ghost Stories tonight. We're going to beat this game. We're going to do it this time. We have beaten it one time. Oh, wow. And it In was, years. we improved, man. I mean, we beat it sure, legitimately. Sure, sure, Yeah. But man, it was rough. <laughs> it was, it was all luck. Anyway, I hate luck. I hate luck um, games. I don't like them. So I totally get you on that. Yeah. My uh, kids, when it comes to being competitive, my nine-year-old is a downright bad sport most mm. of the time. I love him, yeah. but he is really competitive and he gets very upset. Oh, when, when he, he doesn't win is not successful um it sort of goes hand in hand with the like i'm mad because i didn't get my way sort of oh, attitude yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um i would never call him selfish but no. i would say that he just kind of leans toward you know he wants what he wants and he can be very stubborn okay. and um even when he's really good at something mm-hmm. he is kind of that guy who will be like oh man i really got you there i beat you bad you know he's a little bit of a bad sport with winning not just losing and (laughs) bad sports with winning are an issue for my husband he can't really handle like trash talk or like gloating yeah Mm -hmm. uh he does not like like that i don't really care about it i think because i was competitive growing up it doesn't really really phase you 
yeah. I don't really care anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of like, whatever. You could beat me at something and be like, oh, man, I destroyed you. And we yeah. haven't played this game in years. Right. And I would just be like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Um, but my nine-year-old is just, like, kind of all over the place mm. with that stuff. Okay. So, as a result, we really try to play cooperative games. Mm. So, it's not just Video him. games, yeah. board games. Okay. uh you know, team sport activity yeah. type stuff. Not individual. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, we don't play a ton of games in our house. We don't have time to do most of anything. But even still, like, we just... I like card games more so. Sure. And, like, as a kid, we would play games once in a while. Um, my kids are not really competitive. So my twin boy, he's more competitive when it comes to, like, physical things. Um, and he's not even really that competitive he gets his feelings hurt when he loses. Like when oh. he doesn't do good, he like it he really he just takes it personally. Like yeah. he is more upset. Like and he's not gonna say anything, but like he's upset about it. I see. So it's not gonna be vocalized. He's just like down on himself about it. So we're we're working on that. Um but neither of them are really competitive in board games. My daughter was playing with my mom the other day. They were just playing like sorry or something. And she had like a bunch of sorry cards and you could send your opponent back to, and like, she kept not doing that. She's like, it's okay, grandma. Like we, we, we just, you know, we just want to play the game. Like you don't have to. That's adorable. So, so like, she's not competitive at all. Like no. she doesn't have a competitive bone in her body. Like she wants right. everybody to win and everybody to get along and like doesn't care who wins. Like even when they play board games together like my son will he doesn't care if he doesn't win but if we're playing like 10 rounds and he doesn't win at all he then might, he gets kind of like what the heck but that's pretty natural right. i could see that yeah. anybody would feel yeah. that way so but like if it's like you know oh you win oh great like good job like they're way more gonna be cheering you on than they ever would be a sore loser like they just that's not their personality yeah. at all yeah um almost like at some point they're going to have to be more competitive. Like, um, you know, my son, my twin boy is in, is in lacrosse and like he needs, he's a big kid. He needs to learn how to like use that in for like good in sports. He's more likely to like comfort someone than he is to like, you know, be like push them. Like, so my one friend, her daughter is really into the WWE. She's, eight um and so like they were wrestling because my son's gonna be seven she's eight and i'm watching them do it and she's like going all out and like my son's giving in like 25 percent, and he's yeah. just like he just yeah i'm gonna fall on the ground i'm gonna do the you know that's like so he funny. just and but that's not what he does like he is usually the biggest kid in his brackets because he's almost 100 pounds and he's like, I don't know, 54 inches tall or some 55 mm -hmm. inches tall now. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's four foot, whatever. He's in first grade. So, right. like, he's the biggest kid in his class and he's much more someone who's going to look out for other people and protect them and, like, you know, and so he's less, he's more likely to, like, just give in and be like, oh, you can win than he is to, like, really put forth the effort to, like, do it. So we almost need to combat that. Like, it's great. It's great that you're a good kid. It's great that, like, you want to help other people, but you also need to, like, look out for yourself at some point. So we're, like... Well, and protect your feelings. <laughs> yes. If you're going to get... Yeah. If, if you're going to internalize the outcome, mm -hmm. like, 
Yeah. You know, you've so, got to be ready for that a little bit. So we're actually like the opposite. We need to work more on the competitive A little killer instinct there, eh? As opposed to the <laughs> complete lack thereof. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. <laughs> well, my seven-year-old seems to have found a nice balance. Well, he good. seems to be very middle of the road with competition. And in a, in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, there are moments where you can tell he gets worked up about mm. winning or losing. Um, sure. But there are also plenty of times where, like, he'll lose, and he we'll play a video yeah. game together, or he'll lose, mm-hmm. you know, at a game of, of some other kind, or we'll be kicking yeah. the soccer ball around, sure. and someone will go by him or whatever. Yeah. And he just kind of keeps going. So I think, yeah. in a lot of ways, he's pretty balanced. That's good. Um, That's he's what we'd a like. patient yeah. kid mm-hmm. in general. I mean, not like... No kid is actually patient. We yeah. know that. But, um, <laughs> but you know, in the sense of, like, he can allow for some time for, like, constructive criticism or, like, conversation or lesson. Yeah. Rather than going straight into let's do it again and let's fight again That's or whatever. That's a great skill to have. I really do think it's a skill to have to, like, be able to be receptive to that. At yes. that age, because that's a struggle for a lot of people throughout their whole life. Absolutely. So Absolutely. to be able I, to do that now is great. I, like I said, he definitely has moments because he's oh, a sure. child. Yeah, he's a kid. But he's a first he grader. seems like. to have a really good... This is something that he seems to have a really good grip on. And I have to say, he probably gets that from my husband. Mm. For the most part, almost always, my husband is a very patient, calm... Mm-hmm. you know, collected person mm-hmm. and um, doesn't really allow a situation to affect his, to really his work mood him up. Yeah. or impact his emotions too much okay. um, without him allowing it to happen. Okay. Yeah. And I think he gets, you know, as a result of that, now my, my seven-year-old is also very athletic and pretty mm. athletically talented. Okay. Um, he picks things up very very quickly Mm. um when it comes to uh, sports okay and and seems to all around do pretty well with stuff like that he's very coordinated he's very agile it's funny because like in my family and my husband's there's like nobody (laughs) i love my brother's kids and they are athletic and they have talent Mm -hmm. not this. this yeah not this kid this kid is like there's this football player named J.J. Watt, and mm. he does this thing that's called the box jump. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He jumps from the floor yeah. onto a box. And I the box is like Watt, three yes. feet off yeah. the ground, four feet off the ground. It's high. Like it's Like, it, it just keeps going up. That is the level that mm-hmm. my kid has when it comes to talent with mm. being athletic. He is that kid who could probably jump mm-hmm. on More a box. More than you, he should be From able to. a standing yeah. position. Like... He's just really coordinated, and he's yeah, just got some natural talent. Now, what will he do with his life? I who knows? Know. Yeah. You know, man, maybe he'll work at my where yeah, I work. Who knows? You know, maybe he'll become a doctor or an maybe electrician. His, yeah, his athletic ability won't really do anything other than the, his Saturday morning, you know, sports maybe he'll or play something. Yeah. Flag football right, with, his, yeah. with college with friends, buddies. you know, or maybe he'll. <laughs> He'll play volleyball on a league downtown. Who knows? I don't know. But, yeah. Or maybe he won't do any of that stuff. Maybe he'll just go running once in a while. I don't know. <laughs> no clue. Yeah. But he's, 
He is talented, and in spite of that, does not allow his talent to turn him into a competitor mm-hmm. in a negative or way. Or have an he's ego. A, yeah. yeah. Like, he's nobody wants sport. somebody who's arrogant about no. their abilities. Like, no. it's great. Lots of people have lots of different talents, but you can't let your ego get too big to wear, because there's always somebody better than you. That's also. true. And we're in such a bubble, like, at that age that, like, there's there's so much well, more Well, and you really have world. no idea. I mean, no you know, clue. even if my yeah. kid joins the soccer team and is the best player on yeah. his team. It's the best player that doesn't in that mean he's not gonna town get, or neighborhood. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's yeah. not going to get beat by some kid mm-hmm. on the other team in the same town. Yeah. Or the kid in the next town. Sure. There's, or the yeah. kid <laughs> a year older than him. Or, you know, like, yeah, there's, there's always so someone. much out there for sure. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because, like, we the twins are the same age. They're in the same, like, a lot of the same things. So they're not really competitive against each other which you Mm -hmm. would kind of expect so they both do mixed martial arts and my daughter picks it up actually much quicker than my son um i think that partially has to do with she's been doing dance for a few years and so she's more aware of like how her body moves and so like with they do some boxing they do some jujitsu they do like but it's all about being aware of how you're you know using your your body parts to right. you know whatever and while my son is a little powerhouse he's super strong he doesn't know how to harness that yeah so i'm hoping that this helps but they literally don't even watch each other they could care less like they right. have no idea who's better than the other at anything right like i think me and my husband aren't super competitive really it, it depends like if there's something i'm good at i want to be really good at it yeah um, i get that. like i want to be the best at something i'm not really the best at much i think you have to know your, your I limits think you're really good so. at identifying and appreciating ipas well thank you i appreciate i think that. you're good at that i think you're better than me at it Aww. if that helps well, thanks i'm good at something <laughs> i like to be good at something that is a skill Lauren. <laughs> i like it all right it's gonna go on my resume put it on um, there i think worth that, a line on the resume i like it i think that really a lot of the twins just their personalities and how they react to other people comes from really having their older brother who they they take care of like my son my twin boy will literally hold his older brother's hand when he's crossing the street and go look both ways don't do this like he is his protector like he watches out for him for sure now my daughter is like the emotional like little mom like we need to include him we need to do this well did you buy something for him like did you did you you know you got something for me what about him well he likes this food or he likes this juice or you know at that age there's not a lot but like sure she's the one that's always thinking about and including other people so like they could care less about competition they could care less about any of that they're just like wanting to be good, kind little people. Which Ugh, that's beautiful, Lauren. That's so beautiful, man. My kids are like gonna kill each other with knives, and your kids are like, I just want you to be happy. <laughs> well, everybody has their challenges. I yeah, it's 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 funny, but I think that you know our our house is chaos all the time. But there's also like those little glimmers of moments that. You're like, okay, we're we're doing okay. Like That's things really, are, are okay. That is a huge comfort. So, yeah. The the love and appreciation that your kids have for each other is is a huge comfort. Yeah. And not to 
not to discredit <laughs> mine because oh, no. my boys, oh, in spite of the fact that they do compete with each other, um, yeah, but they're still they siblings. They would do anything want for each to other. Be together. Yeah. They mm-hmm. want to be with each other. There's no amount of convincing. And this last year, where we've spent all this time mm-hmm. at home, locked away. There is no way for me to convince them to separate. Yeah. I can't get them yeah. away from each other. Yeah. They won't. Well, clearly, uh, they'll sit yeah. next to each other doing two separate activities on two separate tablets at be in some the same occasion. And I could be like, area. hey, why don't you go sit in your room mm-hmm. and be alone for a while? And they'll be, I'll go upstairs and they'll be in one, one of their room bedrooms together. together. They won't, they want to be with each that's, other. They love each yeah, other. That's great. Um, and it's you know it's good just, a little healthy is a competition comfort. is good though too oh, sure. so sure. we're 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 doing all right we're you know we're doing all to right us. we're doing all right us. yes i agree thank you all right so i'm going to finish up my uh double epsicle layers i need to say it one more time <laughs> that was great i think you got to at least 10 probably <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Arclight, Monochrome, Luis, Flores. Thanks, uh, Kara, for joining oh, me. Oh, thank you, Lauren. Always a pleasure. Yes. Always. Just <laughs> feels good to be together. <laughs> is it the alcohol or is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all of the things. Oh, all it's of the all things. Of the things. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys, and we will catch you next time. Uh, yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.